0: Welcome to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host,
1: Dr. Heidi Horsley.
0: These shows are brought to you by the Open to Hope Foundation, with a mission of helping people find hope after loss. Well, Heidi, we have a great topic question today, and it's from Kathy. And Kathy says, why are some people more resilient than others, or what makes some people more resilient than others is it a trained character strength or something else so resilience good questions kathy because a lot of people are talking about resilience today
1: i think you can learn how to be more resilient mm. i think that you can train your train yourself how to be more resilient there is a set point though for for people for happiness and sometimes they move gravitate back to that set point sometimes people don't go as low as other people but you can become more resilient. You know that cause we've seen the research on it.
0: Yep. You know it's it's a bi- There's something called the biocycle social model. So it's your biology, your psychology, and your social, and all three of those areas play into resilience. There's some people who everyone's always wondered biologically why some people are more resilient. They've done studies and found twins where one twin is schizophrenic and the other one is not, or one uh, twin is depressed and the other one's not, and they're identical twins. So that there's some factor. They've taken communities where, well, Heidi worked with 9-11, and I'm sure can tell you, there are whole communities of widows who uh, were lost uh, spouses in the World Trade Center. Some people were more depressed than others, some people needed more help. So there are some biological factors. But that being said, there are a lot of psychological things too about how are you, there are ways, uh, and physical, there are ways that you can change your biology. We know that, right, Heidi?
1: Absolutely, because it's not actually what happens to us, it's our perception of what happened to us. That's what people struggle with, is the perception of how bad it was, et cetera. And like you said, there's things that we can do to change the way that we feel. Yeah, so
0: let's talk about some of the things that change and make you more, more resilient. Because if you do repetitive things, it can cause your brain to actually produce more hormones, more of the, what they call the feel-good hormones. People will tell you that run or get exercise on a regular basis that they start uh, to produce more of these hormones. So, And people who meditate and they do it on a regular basis will tell you that they have brain chemistry changes. I've had people tell me who um, tend to be hyper and produce a lot of hyperactivity uh, hormones that when they're meditating their brain kind of learns to calm and not to throw out those hormones.
1: But you focus on gross. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what you're focusing on is, is going to get bigger. So when you focus on things that are positive, when you focus on what you still have, et cetera, it is going to, you're going to feel better. And mm-hmm. you know, mom, we've done this before. If you put a pen in your mouth for six mm-hmm. seconds. Or your second. finger. Yes, you can feel better. Uh-huh. Why? Because see what my mom's doing? Go, uh, uh, it moves your mouth up. Uh-huh. And when you move your smile up, it makes, you, it makes you believe that you feel better, that you're feeling better. Uh-huh. Um, and if you want to increase some of those
0: brain hormones, a friend of mine, Sylvia Heidi, whose son died, told me that she watched our show and has been snapping her fingers 50 times and says it does help her to, to make sure she does the right and the left 50 times in order to increase those hormones and even going up and down and doing anything like that. Well, can and help it also you. gets you
1: out of a heart space and into a head space. If you need to get into that, mm-hmm. you don't want to get t- turn off all the crying with, that's going on and turn off the pain for a minute, you know, you know, cause there's a lot that's involved in snapping. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if people have had um, strokes, et cetera, they can't do that. So there's a lot that's involved.
0: And as far as as far as resilience is is concerned, that's also subjective. Don't forget that. I mean, uh, what you consider resiliency, recovering quickly or whatever, could be different for somebody else. And you also don't know what they're underlining doing. They may look like they're really happy or hyper, you know, life is great or all that. And maybe underneath there are more things going on. So, you know, you can't, Judge your neighbor superficially that they're so resilient coming through because they may be putting on their game face when they come to work.
1: Absolutely. And sometimes, if you're feeling really down and you want to feel like you're moving towards resilience, you have to force yourself into those spaces. And Mm -hmm. some of the ways that you can do that are just get up and just, you know, do things one minute at a time and start moving. So, you might do your dishes, you might clean your home, you might go for a walk, moving and, and, you know, maybe accomplishing something. Go make your bed. I heard on YouTube once by a man that did something, he said, every morning make your bed because at night you'll feel like you've accomplished something. If it's the only thing you do in the day, do it. So you'll feel like you've had an accomplishment.
0: And I will have to tell you when uh, my son died, um, being around people like compassionate friends, over time you see people newly that come into the group who've had a loss and you realize how far you've come. I think that's what AA programs and those kind of things do. They see their own resilience. Sometimes you forget that you have resilience and that you have mo- you're getting in a better place when you've had some kind of a trauma happen. You forget that you are resilient.
1: I agree with you, mom. And I always tell people the worst thing that has ever happened to us has already happened. And for most of us, that's the day that we buried. That's the day that I buried Scott. That's the day that we buried our loved one. That day is gone now. So your your every day is a day that's further away from that. Um, You've survived that day. And like you said, sometimes we don't see that we've progressed.
0: We Mm -hmm. have to
1: look at other people that are earlier on in their grief to say, wait a minute, I am in a different place. Because sometimes you can feel like you're not when you actually are. Mm
0: -hmm. And uh, let's face it, some people do tend to be happier than others. I mean, that's just in their what they enjoy. My granddaughter always says I'm really grouchy in the morning. Not that I am, she is. <laughs> and that I'm, a, I'm not a morning person. And there are people who are larks that are more, I happen to be a morning person. There are people who are not morning people. And our friend Jed Black from Stanford, they've actually done studies on it, that it's not because they're not resilient when they wake up and they're grumpy. It's because that's their bio rhythm. That's their bio circadian rhythms so um everyone uh, is different and taking care of yourself and also um journaling is great because you can see how far you've come off often
1: yes we just did a show on uh writing through for resilience writing towards resilience and talking about how writing can help you become more resilient because if you get out all the negativity on a piece of paper, it helps you kind of purge it out of your system.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that'd be a great, a great show to watch uh, our, our show on resilience. That was with um, Heidi, Heidi Gessner and Carol Henderson and they're fabulous, two fabulous women who do these writing re- through resilience workshops and give people little prompts to make them uh,
1: and if you, if see you how far they come. If you haven't subscribed to our, our Open to Hope Apple podcast, please go and do do that and you can hear um, one of our shows weekly on that. And Mm -hmm. often we talk about resilience and we talk about how to find hope after loss and how to end up not only surviving, but thriving.
0: Absolutely, and Heidi, thank you uh, for coming on today. We thank everybody for watching this uh, video and listening to it and we always wanna remind you that if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own and God bless.
1: I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm
0: Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation, where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your
1: own.